review, y'all. Jump. The rest of the film. Jump. With my boy, Todd Hastings. Todd Hastings open his bitch. And that new Dylan got broke. Dylan got. So what you got? You know what it is. Come on. Dylan got today we talk about possibly the stupidest people in wrestling, the Briscoe Boys, who I always thought were just named Jay and Mark Briscoe, only to discover that's not their names. They changed it, which is the stupid. That'd be like going into hockey and being like, what's your name? Uh, my name is Rick Fantastic. I'll be changing my name to Rick Gretzky. Wait, why? <laughs> I think it's all right. Here's why I think. First of all, they start wrestling when they're 15 and I think Jay was the first one to wrestle, and this is only on Wikipedia, mind you. But one of his other credited names, the last name is Murdoch. Yeah. So basically, they were like, "Okay, we want to be, we want to let people know we don't like black people." And then they're like, mm, "Yeah, but you want to hide that a little bit." All right, we'll go Briscoes. Here's the thing with Jay Briscoe. It's very, very interesting. Is Jay Briscoe's clearly the talker, and Mark is clearly the thinker because you can find shooter a lot of shooter interviews and discussions with Jay, who talks. A lot. They, I've never seen someone talk wistfully about fucking um, uh, backyard wrestling more than Jay Briscoe. Like he loves it. His oh, dad they loved it. His dad supported them because his dad clearly was a bad father and was just like, "Oh yeah, what did my boys really? Need? You think so? I think man, when they talk about there's an interview where they talk about how they kept on submitting but they were too young to go to wrestling school and they kept and every time they submit to wrestling school is the same match jay versus mark and then their dad was the referee and a lot of wrestling schools were like you guys are too young but we could use that referee that's what i mean like their dad was so supportive like that like to yeah. the creepiest degree where he's just like remember boys we're pews and you know what pew stands for in gaelic that's right Pig fucker, you gotta undo our legacy, boys. You gotta undo the pure <laughs> legacy. <laughs> no more pig fucking for us. Also, who's a hicken from Delaware? Like who you can't be that from that far north and be like, I root for the Confederacy. Where are you from? I'm yeah. from Vermont. Weird that like they're in Delaware and they're just draped in Confederate. But they also talk in this weird, like affected hick accent and it's beca- because the Confederate flag in America, what it really is, is it's the flag for the rural douche. The rural douche. Do you know what I mean? It's in the same way that, like, a bunch of t-shirts you got free with a 2-4 from the 90s is the Confederate flag of Canada. The Confederate flag is just the Confederate flag. Like, you know, oh, that guy's definitely... Let me say this. The Confederate flag of Canada is the Confederate flag. Definitely a lot of Confederate flags around where I go. Oh, yeah, there are. Yeah, that's a great point. It's also the funniest thing about Canada where it's like, you do understand that that that, that flag's end goal was also the takeover of our country. Like, I, listen, I'm a real fucking good guy and I'm so cool. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And humble, Dylan. Do you think I'm a humble boy? Sure. Good. Um, <laughs> that was sexy talk. Yeah, welcome to the sex review. I'm, I'm, Pulse Hastings, and this is th- with my host Throb Got. Oh, Throb Got, John. That's the natural progression of this podcast: is we look up celebrity sex tapes. Oh my god! One of us is clearly masturbating, and the other one's making snide comments. What's the Patreon goal for us to have to record an episode of the Sex Review <laughs> where we review Tommy Lee, Pam Anderson? Because I guarantee we could hit that that Patreon goal, no problem. I shop. I shoplifted that in grade eight, I think it was, and was disappointed even then. 
I only watched it maybe 10 years ago because I was like, what was that like? And you're like, man, like Tommy Lee's got a nice piece, but that's about it. <laughs> I remember I, I shoplifted it and one of the cool kids in school was like, hey, can I jack off to that tape? You bring it to school? I was like, yeah, you could jack off to this tape. And then I uh, brought it to school and then he, I was like, which part did you jack off to? And he told me and I was like, nice. And then looking back on that years later, it's like, well, we were like a re- weirdly, everyone was homophobic, but they were very open about their masturbation. It's It was an odd time. It's an interesting time, especially at that time, because porn was just coming in. So it was just like, well, you guys are thirsty and water is free. Uh... And <laughs> like the amount of just like stood around in a circle jacking off with other dudes I did was like it was mm. a lot. Thank you for saying that, John. Yeah. Everyone jacked off. Same room. Yeah, we did. We one 100%. Person on porn. What are you going to do? Not jack off? Yeah, exactly. What am I going to do? Sit there fully clothed like a fucking nun? No, I don't think so. I'm going to treat myself. Oh, you go to you go to a buffet and just stick to the salad? Well, I didn't realize I was dealing with a psychopath. <laughs> so... Yeah, these guys started at the Backyard Wrestlers, and I'm sure they jacked off to um, pornography. I guarantee that they have definitely shared a lady, and the lady was very uncomfortable with it. And they were like, we're brothers. It's more fun if your brother's there. And they're like, wait, what? And he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay tells me what to do, but Mark's better with the rhythm. They're, this is why they're so befuddling, where it's like... I mean, what was that word? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the word review. Befuddling. Dylan, Dylan you have never heard of befuddled? I mean, I have. I just ne- never thought it would be used on this very program. And I got to tell you, I'm cool with it. So the way they get into wrestling, again, because they do that thing where everyone, Cole Cabana talks about this, and it happened to me and it happened to a lot of people where it's like you, you're out of wrestling, but then you decide, you know what? I might not be a virgin anymore, but I'll live my life as if I still am. And you get back into professional wrestling, isolating you from relationships, friends, making people... Yeah, you're not going to get promoted at work now, legitimately. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way it's like exact same person. Imagine the exact same person and one likes wrestling and one doesn't. You're going to promote the person that doesn't like wrestling. That's yeah, but it depends on what that if that other person's like, I don't like wrestling, but I do like women's shoes, not to wear, but just to collect. You'd be like the wrestling guy gets the review, the promotion. That's the thing. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah. think now I feel like that's because I feel like that's like all oh, this person uh may have a new gender identity. And that would be close-minded of you, and you'd be like, "Oh, I like the thing where it's just like play fighting, but written by Steve Bannon." No, no, no. I would, I would clarify. I was like, "Is it anything to do with your gender?" And they're like, "No." <laughs> clarify. First of all, this came down to your hobbies and interests. Let me just say that. First of all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Second oh. of all, here are the reasons why I don't like your hobbies and interests. I'm just, I'm just trying to clarify. And, he, and he's like, "Well, what I like to do is I like to get the women's shoes, and then I like to paint just a little bit of red." Um, um, finger uh fingernail polish just around uh sort of the the cresting tongue of the shoe so it looks like the feet have been ripped out of it and i'd be like you're not getting the promotion you fucking weirdo and then they'd be like excuse me and then i'm like and i'm a cop you're under arrest ha 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 oh you'd arrest them too yeah, 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 yeah citizens arrest man i'm gonna start doing that like all those patriots that showed up at comic ping pong comet ping pong there was one guy he had a machine gun, and the cops were very mad at him. Yeah. One cop didn't know what it was, and it was fast. It was fucking oh, the, great. The best like, thing, what the, the be- fuck the, are you talking about? The best part of it is when, when asked by a cop, why did you do this? And he said, as it turns out, the intel on this op was not very good. And you can see on the cop's face, he's like, I want to beat this fucking guy up, but he's white, <laughs> so I don't know how to deal with it. Don't use our words. <laughs> don't use intel and don't use op. Also, you can tell from the d- look on the cop's face, he's like, we don't even use intel, you fucking loser. As 
much more smart people than us have said there's a certain amount of LARPing that goes into the alt-right. Yeah, yeah, and there's a certain amount of LARPing that goes into being the Briscoe brothers in that they are basically backyard wrestlers Ooh, that pretend to they be... They are s- LARPing, 100%. Yeah, they're LARPing as guys from Louisiana. It's this very odd thing of with the Briscoes where it was like they watched like weird... They focused on the weirdest parts of wrestling. Like They saw Dick Murdoch do an interview in the snow and they were like, I like that. They saw a Finger Eleven video with the baggy trousers, and they were like, we really like that. And then <laughs> they just sort of got into wrestling. And it's a thing that I can't, for the life of me, understand is, like, they essentially had this very odd career of they were always in the super indie conversation. They were with all the right companies, and then that's about it. So they start basically in CZW, which, imagine that's where you started. Imagine, like... That's like because well, they're late '90s fucking backyard wrestlers. These guys are our age, and then they they just did. They literally did what a lot of people we know did, but it's just it worked out for them. How many? I don't know that many backyard wrestlers wrestlers that I could say anything worked out for them. Like most of them just work for FedEx. <laughs> well, that's what I mean, though. Like it's like. These guys are like if someone went into a modeling agency and then the modeling agency guy went, oh, this is perfect. I'd love to sign you. Get these headshots for $2,000. And then they did. And even though it's clearly a scam, someone was like, I like your headshots. You're a model now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's actually an interesting point. Yeah, they were like, yeah, they, they're they the one. Because pe- there's a tour around the uh, around the ranch and it's like their dad being insane and like being a sports dad but their kids were never like excelling at sports never really wanted to play sports so he takes them around jay takes them around like oh here's my old backyard wrestling stuff and it's a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire he's like i used to hit mark with this a lot and then you do the math and you're like they were 15 and their dad was like hey finish up that flaming table quickly with soups on and they'd be like, soup, and then stab each other, and then come in full bleeding and be like, get the soup in you, it cauterizes the wound, yeah, and then you're, get back outside and stab each other more. You boys have done a good job, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you what, boys, because you know what you did? You made sure that your brother couldn't remember math, and math, well, we all know who math is the tool of. Your mom. That's right. Yeah, I, I also, do you, did you find it very odd that the Briscoe's mom never mentioned once? I think that's probably by her. Hey, um, legal it's great request. That, uh, our <laughs> children have their lives have worked out like this. But um, if you ever mention me in relation to wrestling, I will leave you. Sounds good. I'm going to stress this: their lives have not really worked out. Yeah, I think they have. Yeah, I think you're wrong. I mean, the reason why they're not in the WWE is coming up, and it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They. Um Long story short, have you guys ever seen American History X? We'll get to it. All right, so go ahead. <laughs> American History X, for my mind, the first half is great. Uh, for my mind, I've watched that movie with Dylan, and he at a certain point went, do you remember high school? And I went, uh-oh, you're not going to jerk off, are you? And he went, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is one of the porns I used to watch yeah, with the boys. Th- <laughs> and then I just beat off to... Uh, that bald guy's Tommy Lee, and that other lady he's having sex with is Pamela Anderson. Wait, what? <laughs> I also... This is, this is apropos of nothing. The director of American History X claims that... The movie was taken away from him by Edward Norton, and that the movie he was trying to make was much more of an ensemble piece. 
And I, for the life of me, can't figure out how the fuck from the movie I saw that could be any other movie. Like, it's it centers around the Ed Norton character, and somehow the director's like, no, he was not the main character. And I'm like, well, then what the fuck was that movie, man? Go ahead. Oh, because he wanted the movie to not just to be about how jacked this Nazi was. He was so fucking yum, though. Well, this is the problem is that now Nazis like that movie because the first half, in the first half, Edward Norton's like this badass fucking Nazi superhero. And then in the second half, it's like, I grew my hair out and I stopped working out and everyone be nice to each other. And that's why Nazis basically are like, well, I'll just watch the first half. And then when he goes to prison, it's over for me. This is, of course, the problem with all humanity is they're like, oh, I'll just. It's like person. It's like people watching the first half of Blow and they're like, and being a cocaine dealer worked out. Done. <laughs> I'm done this movie now. It's like how the Godfather changed how the mafia was because they were just they, um, they were like, well, that's a much better idea. Well, no, the stupid fucking mobsters were, like, very informal and not dressed well, and then Mario Puzo just made a bunch of shit up, and they were just like, we'll just do that. And he was like, they were like, wait, what? Oh, interesting. Yeah. John, with a little bit of a movie, here's that movie time. I'm a movie buff now. Ooh, movie buff. Uh, Here's a weird thing that's not clear to me about the Briscoes. All right, so as I was saying, they get into wrestling again by, they have a basketball tournament, they get their asses this kicked, so by, as Jamin says, which is weird because they're like doing, they're draping the Confederate flag, and Jay Briscoe's real name is Jamin, and he says, by his own words, a bunch of goddamn white boys shot us out of the gym. Yeah, but j- it's it's pronounced Jamin, and it was because um, he okay. was he was conceived at a fish concert. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the timelines don't add up. I don't sure. go in for that jingly jangly song. Usually, Jay, but let me tell you something. I was thrown on acid, and your mom, she's got a big old dumper. You know what I'm saying? So well, I had I to guess. Pounder. I guess it was the mid '80s, and that was one of Fish's first. Like they were just practicing in their parents' garage in the mid '80s, and then Papa Roscoe and his mom fucked in their garage and made Fish stop playing, and he's like. You play some goddamn Skinner, or I'm going to beat the shit out of you guys. How about you just go with the riff, all right? How about you stop fucking interrupting, all right? Sometimes it's... Never. We're talking about the fucking Briscoe Brothers. None of this is funny. Here's the story of the Briscoe Brothers without jokes. Two men like wrestling. They devote their lives to it. It doesn't work out for a variety of reasons. The end. Pill addictions. You think it didn't work out? See, this is where we differ. I think it did. I don't think it did. Well, I mean, this is a free-flowing discussion. Ooh, this is like one of those 70s talk shows that comes on at 5 a.m. It's like Tom Snyder and then also a big tubby mm. idiot who's sweating. I'm Tom Snyder. So why why didn't it work out? They're not an AEW or WWF. They're they're just they're an also-ran. They're going to be forgotten. They were one of the best tag teams of Ring of Honor. They are one of the defining people of that sort of golden early era of Ring of Honor. They were the first people I heard about when associated with Ring of Honor. It's like, you got to see these... The, it's the new Briscoe brothers, and it's they're not shitty like every other new thing in wrestling. And so you got super excited, and then just they never went anywhere. Like they were in the conversation with Colt Cabana in the 2000s and, and Samoa Joe, Austin Aries, CM Punk, all of those guys, and then they just never fucking went anywhere. Well, I think the reason that they're not in AEW to me seems pretty cut and dry, which is that... AEW doesn't want to have these dudes past on there because we could talk about their past, which is that Jay on Twitter has said, like, there's no fucking way I'm teaching my kids about gay marriage. And he's and they've said a bunch of shit 
on interviews that I remember but can't substantiate, so I don't want to like say it exactly. And um, and they wore Confederate flags in well into the 2010s until like they had to stop. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they're in Obama's second term. Covered in Confederate flags. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. But the weird thing is, I think that now, obviously, these aren't disclosed. But I think Sinclair Broadcasting pretty much just threw a bunch of money at them and and was like, as long as we have these dudes, we're fine. So they keep on re-signing with Ring of Honor, and as Jay said, even during COVID, they've kept on paying their paying them, and they still work in Japan and stuff. So it's like they're kind of like. No corporate wrestling entity would really, if there's a spotlight on them, touch them with a 10-foot clown pole because of, I think, their past, maybe. Or maybe they just don't want to touch them because they don't want them. I have no idea because, ostensibly, it looks like these guys are great. They have the whole package. Like, they have the interviews. They That's have the thing. The and it's also, like, it's not... I can see your point with AEW. I actually can't see your point with... Um, WWE? WWE. Because WWE hired Lar- Lars Sullivan. Dude. Yeah, but Lars Sullivan's a beefy, beefy baby. Sure. Like, you don't really see how small the Briscoes are until... Because as we go through their career... So basically, they start out... 2002, they come into Ring of Honor. Jay's the only one that can wrestle because he's the only one at 18. Mark is 17. It's very funny that, like, that wasn't a problem for CZW. It's like, oh, no, you can't do a waist lock in Ring of Honor because you're not 18. But you can be shot with a real gun in CZW. <laughs> yeah, but again, because the difference... CZW is like, our goal is not to all go to jail. And Ring of Honor's goal is like, we're going to build this up into a thing. And they're like, bitch, you're a bitch. Like... Yeah, and the faith Ring of Honor had to be called the Era of Honor has started, and it's like they're in a, not even just a high school gymnasium, a small one. It's so weird how much I used to respect, like I used to love it. You look at, like, it's just weird where you're like, you look back and you're like, man, Ring of Honor was so cool, and then you're like, was it? Am I crazy? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so these guys... They win their first tag title in 2003 when Mark is 18. They're in these singlets. And really the way I think that the Briscoes have at least evolved their character this way is they keep on changing how they're dressed. And I think their career may end up a lot like a tag team that you don't think of immediately when you think of them. But I certainly did when I'm researching this is like they're like the sheep herders. And the reason why I'm guaranteeing they didn't go in WWE is because they would just be the bushwhackers if they went in the WWE because they're too funny to not have that be their entire fucking. This again goes to my point of why they aren't in the WWE again. Like it's so crazy that they're not because it's the fuck. Like Vince McMahon would like wait a minute. They're Southern boys and we can make fun of them being Southern boys. Like it's so crazy that Vince is just like ha 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 ha. Yeah, Mark legitimately has no teeth. Yeah. I'm surprised he doesn't love that. This is like Jim Vicks McMahon is nutting, thinking of how much he can make fun of the people who grew up and not liked him. Yeah, the people that probably were kind of nice to him, but not totally nice yeah. enough for his money, that he's just like, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. Like, <laughs> Or they were nice, and then that is bad. Or they were super nice to him, and he's just like, weakness is, weakness is dead wood, which must be burned off by my fire. And they were like, wait, what did you just say? <laughs> and he was like, you'll see. So 2004, just to get back on the timeline, um, Mark Briscoe had a serious. Mark has a serious motorcycle accident. They take a couple years off because Jay didn't want to wrestle 
with without Mark there. And the whole time you have to understand that these guys are like, oh, yeah, but we're still at this point, 19 and 20, and they're still working on their father's farm. So they come back. And this is a word that I don't just throw around over now and then. Swole. Yeah, they, they they come. They look nice. Yeah, they fucking what? It must be December twenty fifth because it is henchmas at the fucking Briscoe Brothers farm. <laughs> Holy shit! I am swole in the pants. John is swole in the pants. We have a tape of it. We are watching it in a circle. We are not making eye contact, but we both know what we're doing. Yeah, we're jacking off. We're jacking off like let's <laughs> just spell it out completely. We are <laughs> masturbating. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the rest of you. Subtlety is for losers. I am jacking off. Can you imagine uh, when people used to call wrestling homoerotic and then now we're in our mid-30s <laughs> recording, <laughs> just talking about jacking off the different aspects of it? Here's the thing. What I like about wrestling is it's like they were like there was a time when they're like, man, wrestling's really homoerotic. Also, uh, on a show I do with Cole Cabana Mondays at noon on his Twitch account, he revealed something called Customs. Which is where you just get in a ring and wrestle for one guy, which is clearly supposed to be sexual, and you videotape it and send it to them. That's something I want to get into now. Um, I mean, I would. I, Dylan Gott becoming independently wealthy would really be a boon to some weird corners of the world. The thing that I want to point out, though, is if you look at wrestling now, you can't like it is not homoerotic. One look at Cody Rhodes's neck tattoo, and you'd be like, "There goes my boner." <laughs> I mean, Cody Rhodes, the neck tattoo wouldn't be the first thing. It would be the hair and everything else. He's gone out of his way to try and make himself ugly, and it's almost worked. He's still a bit handsome. Cody Rhodes is gross, and AEW is starting to bore me. That's right. I fucking There said. you go. Hot take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take that, you bunch of billionaires. Also, Chris Jericho's Twitter is the most offensive thing on the internet. I'm ca- If he does one more fucking post about me and Tony Khan are going to change the wrestling game, I'm going to go to his fucking house and throw a rock at his head. He's such... Chris Jericho in five years went from being one of the most cutting-edge interesting wrestlers to an old nanny boy. Just starting kiss cover bands and hanging out with billionaires he sucks that's always who he was though i know he's always been the son of a hockey player and because he grew up in canada that means to him he'll never be anything because too many of his dad's friends have been like well you can't get a fucking goal from the blue line you little bitch so fuck you pretty much it's just uh it's just him cosplaying like he can actually fight and then his friends or his dad's friends kids are just all different types of salesmen who are like you know my dad once lost a fight to phyllis Spacito. so 2007 we get one of the most violent angles and this is this is even in 2007 when i am prime and incel uh this is i'm watching this and thinking uh uh-oh and what happens is 2007 the age of the fall forms and now the age of the fall were I think it was funny because this is like they were trying to make an emo team, but then fuse it with the Ministry of Darkness because it's Jimmy Jacobs, Tyler Black, now known as Seth Rollins, and Necro Butcher. Necro Butcher is the part where it comes in. It's like, oh, okay, well, this guy's serious. But Tyler Black and Jimmy Jacobs were just in a tag team on MTV called Do It For Her, where sometimes Jimmy Jacobs would be too sad to get into the ring. Like that was. I didn't know they were called Do It For Her, and I didn't know anything about this. So what happens is Jimmy Jacobs wants Lacey, his manager, and Lacey's like, no, you're a loser. And then eventually, obviously, Lacey goes, uh, no, on tape, and Jimmy Jacobs goes insane and beats her up and <gasps> then goes nuts and forms Age of the Fall. 
And to make them seriously, to make them take it seriously, because this is how wrestling works, when it's done well, you take a comedy character or a guy who has a real reason to turn into the Joker, and they attack the Briscoe brothers, they declare war on the entire Ring of Honor, and they cut, and since the Briscoe brothers are insane, uh, they basically... (laughs) cut them like with real knives and then string them up by their feet so the blood flows even better and then apparently mark said to jay while they were hung upside down god damn you about to die and then jay said shut up chicken which must have ruined the angle completely for like nine people at ringside that's fucking cool they're, this is why Jim Cornette loves them, is that like one of them is nicknamed Chicken, he has no teeth, the other one's actually handsome and does all the talking. Clearly it's like set up where if you wanted to do, if Smoky Mountain was still around, Jay Briscoe's the champion, Mark's the one that always gets in trouble, and uh, Jay beats them at first, and then Mark gets a return match where he wins in a bloody war, and then Jim Cornette literally <laughs> spends the entire next day ejaculating into a garbage can, fills it up, and has it taken away. That's how happy he would be. I mean, <laughs> here's the thing with Jim, and it's also the thing I go to them not being successful is it's also, it's really bad to be a Jim Cornette guy. And Jim Cornette, st- is, this, yeah. these are two of the few wrestlers that he still talks about loving. Yeah, well, because this is during the HDNet version of Ring of Honor where they got great cameras. They actually made a really good TV show. It's on HDNet, which is like Mark Cuban's channel. Um, and the Briscoes are a legacy tag team in Ring of Honor, so they're wrestling the Heroes of Wrestling. Um, sorry, the Kings of Wrestling, which is Cesaro and Chris Hero, the American Wolves, Eddie Edwards, and Davey Richards. Yeah, I think this is also the best time um, Yeah, to be in fucking Ring of Honor. Like this is They're the most Ring of Honor that ever ringed of honor. Yeah, they have, like, everyone, too. Like, they have the entire... WWF main event roster right yeah. now. Steen and Generico, um, fucking Daniel Bryan. They have obviously Tyler Black is out on his own now. They have everybody. Is this when Tyler Black does the flip off the fat guy? Possibly the greatest moment in the history of Ring of Honor. <laughs> no, that was uh, that was just in an indie show, I think. But yes, he did do a moonsault off a fat guy, which is one of the greatest things of all time. That's when the indies were fucking indie, baby. But like everything, they uh, they bring in Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette, of course, claims that he's the reason that Sinclair Broadcasting bought Ring of Honor. When in reality, it's probably like, wait a minute, all these guys no, will work for what? No, Fifty no, no, bucks. No, 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 no. Let's no. go. That's not. That's actually not what he's claimed. That's been conflated. All he's ever said is he wrote the proposal because he was just a guy who could write the proposal. He actually sat everyone down. Oh, and went, okay. I'll write the proposal, which. If you hear Jim Cornette, Jim Cornette sounds like the kind of guy, because he's gotten a lot of bank loans. Like, you can say a lot about Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette started a lot of small businesses. I bet you he can write a convincing proposal for a corporation. Yeah, good. And that's a lot of stuff that, obviously, we don't think of when we think of wrestling as like, there's a guy, Jim Cornette, where everyone's like, why do they hire Jim Cornette? He's produced a million TV shows, and like you said, he's gotten a million small loans to start weird businesses yeah he knows where to put the camera he knows how to talk to tv guys and then shoot it for wrestling like in the same way it's like jim Cornette's an interesting one in that at this time jim Cornette's a huge asset to the briscoe boys and it's surprising even because jim Cornette then goes to tna and other places and they don't follow them like essentially the briscoe boys are the tommy dreamer of ring of honor which is like there's opportunities where they could have left and been bigger they never do so now that's just where they are forever but they're still young now. 
Like they're still 36 oh. and 37 now, which in wrestling terms is like when cuz you could say that Lance Archer's career, which I thought his fucking career was over because he's like this big tall guy with a lower back tattoo. It's like, yeah, the man's 6'8", but he has a lower back tattoo and his finishing move is the fucking uh, Van Terminator. And then now it's like he's older, so he puts a bit of weight on. It's like, oh, Lance Archer is like one of the top guys in a multinational company, I guess, as much as anything can be because no one can move anymore. But like, Well, you're missing you're missing the, the one thing, which is the, which is the thing is they bring in... J- Jake, this yeah, but Lance Archer didn't have a bunch of just sort of like let me tell you this about uh, uh, them people in Israel. Not for me. That's Stink, true. Stinky poo poo. Hey, if anything, Jay I think Bruce. the Briscoes are very, uh, very pro Israel. If you can get what I'm saying there. Oh yeah, actually, it's a fair point. Yeah, they're just very anti Africa. Um, the thing with, um, but the thing with it is, is that, and I totally see your point where their journey is not over. A hundred percent agree with you. It has been stalled because I'm literally looking at a photo of Jay Briscoe in 2011, and he looks like uh, most Pantera shirts, if you know what I'm saying. He's like, he's nuts. It's And he's like, he got gray hair now. He clearly doesn't give a shit. But that is what they want. They want to look way different than everybody else. Uh, and here's the thing is, I will also say this, is they stand out and also their style does evolve. Like, they're very smart. They're really smart, and you can tell that they're legacy wrestlers in that they've they've been wrestlers for a long time they know how to now protect their bodies they're not doing as crazy as shit as they were 10 years ago as they are now i will give you that a hundred percent i also just think for their talent level they should have been no one knew that social media was going to be forever we all said some crazy shit which is why dylan and i deleted a bunch of shit mostly dylan Um, only dylan only um, I'm a good boy. I'm the best boy. I retweeted everything I wrote and put it in bold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why Dylan is about to get a knock on the door from the federal body inspectors because they're like, "You're so hot." Get it? Turned it around. <laughs> That's true. I bolded a bunch of selfies. Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> so bright. Um. But they they could, of course. I see what you're saying, which is they could go on to have this amazing third act of their career. I don't think it'll ever be in AEW. I think it possibly could be in the WWE because they just don't give a fuck. And at some point, the WWE is going to go, we need to compete with AEW over tag teams. We'll do it two years after we should have done it. Get me the Briscoe boys. Is the only way I think they could have another career. Or I think this is as far as it goes for them boys. This is as far as it goes, Dylan. Or the Young Bucks just don't. And this is the other thing that could happen. The Young Bucks just flat out don't like those dudes, so they're not going to hire them. We don't know how these guys get along. I mean, I feel... If I know the Young Bucks, and I based on their social media... I feel like I know something. They like some of the things the Briscoe brothers believe in. There you go. Get into it. If you like wrestling and you give money to either of the companies, you're essentially just handing money over to the Stop the Steal campaign. <laughs> so, Cornette, but this is the interesting thing about when they're on HDNet, they feud with the world's greatest tag team, which is built up to Dylan. be... It's me, and, sir, it's me and John, but it's Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin, and you can weirdly see... This is where I don't like what HDNet did, where it's like you can see what they're doing there, and they give these great promos, and this is one of the first times that the Briscoes really find their voice as far as promos, because they just start doing promos from their dad's farm, and it's just Jay screaming while Mark stands there confused, looking confused, loading a shotgun, and... uh, and it's great, and they talk about how... It's one of their best promos of all time. They talk about their WWE tryout, where they were told that they weren't cosmetically pleasing, and um, why they got 
thrown out of the WWE, of course. Not thrown out, but, you know, they got one tryout, and then they talk about how good catering was and whatever. And then they talk about how the world's greatest tag team are everything that they hate in Ring of Honor and whatever. But the thing is, world's greatest tag team still wins. It reminded me a lot of when they brought in Kurt Angle into TNA, immediately put him in with Samoa Joe and just had him beat Samoa Joe, where it's like, well, now you've technically told me that WWE is better. That's one thing that I think WWE has done a lot better than every other company, which is, and it sounds silly, but like those dudes who come in from other companies, you're going to lose. They should lose. They should lose because we're better. This is real. If you're going to make people and every other company is like, oh, WWE is too much like sports entertainment and they don't take wrestling real in that specific way that they do take wrestling to be real. They're good because like Sting comes in, he loses Triple H. Why? Because Triple H is WWE and he stings WCW. And to me, that makes sense. Yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong in that example. But in general, I see your point. What you're saying? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was a bad example. Yeah, that was a bad example because old, unfortunately, but. what happened was you were giving the example, and you're a big dumb dumb, small dumb dumb. That's mm. true. You have been working out. You're so tight. You're a tight dumb dumb now. Mm-hmm. I have one of those. I have those upper dick muscles, and I just got Batista's sun tattoo. But I got it <laughs> in my butthole. <laughs> Yo, that'd be fucking so cool. Ooh, the sun's giving birth to a bunch of brown comets. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, he literally could be a father at any day. Ladies and gentlemen, let's take a break, and I'm going to go laugh more at that amazing joke. <laughs> Thank you very much. Break now. Briscoe's also now. Dylan Gott, what's happening with you? Wow. I'm Dylan Gott. I'm a father now. He's broken and divorced. We both need money. Yeah, we- for doctors and for prostitutes. Dylan, uh, formula and prostitutes. Yeah, and doctors, how good I was at sex, because that's how doctors <laughs> Yeah, work. with those prostitutes. Patreon.com backslash wrestler review. Five bucks gets you access to exclusive episodes. More than that, better things. But five bucks is the base, motherfuckers. Yeah. If you don't like that, rate, subscribe, and review. It helps us out, too. Five stars is the only thing that helps. Less than five stars makes us seem... Like, we're bad for some reason because the world is weird now. Also, if you have some... There's a lot of people that feel we're too political for a rest. Delicious. So the year is Bar- uh, Barack Obama's second term. The J... Bris- the J- Uh-oh. <laughs> Prove it. Where are you from, Barack? Because it ain't Delaware. Start every day just yelling at the sun, show us the certificate, Barry. And then... Um, <laughs> I will say this. They seem like the type of guys who wait until... You're a bit drunk. They don't seem like they'll yell it at you. They just 100% seem like... 100% accurate. I, I think that's 100% true. Yeah, you have a couple of drinks. You're like, these guys are great. And then one of them looks you straight in the eye and goes, you know that the earth's flat. And you're like, ah, shit. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, sorry. And then they don't tell you again. But you just know that. Yeah, you just know that. Yeah. It's like how if you get drunk with Dylan, you hear some of his views and you're like, well, I can't believe I'm going to have to look the other way on that. Yeah, exactly. Like my view that... um. I don't know. Dogs and cats are friends when we're not looking. That's most of me, my conspiracy yeah, theory. Yeah, it's a weird conspiracy theory, but it also will keep, it'll make you continually try to sneak up on dogs and cats and eventually get kicked out of various businesses. I take my glasses off. I look people in the eye and I go, dogs and cats have sex. Cats are the girls. Dogs are the guys. I've known it since I was a child. Prove me it's not. And then I'm like, well, you can show a bunch of pictures of dog- cats having sex with each other and then a baby comes. But yeah, but then that's what it wouldn't look and a dog came in and have sex with that cat. So they want you to believe, man. And Dylan, by the way, says that very close to their face. Like he's very close. <laughs> I say it into your mouth. I literally pry your mouth open and then I say it into your mouth, making sure that you get COVID-19, 20 and 21. <laughs>
Oh, oh! By the way, a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, a bit into conspiracy theories, uh, sent me. He went. I was waiting for them to to transition and unveil COVID twenty one, and then there was a National Post article being like, "Welcome to uh, twenty COVID twenty one." And he was like, "I told you they're preparing us for it." And I was like, Sh- "No, shut the fuck up, no." National Post is a Canadian newspaper. Yeah, which, by the way, if you say that to anyone else, sounds like such a bullshit, weird joke newspaper. Wait, it's the National Post? Yeah, it was started by Conrad Black, and it's so weird. There was an article during Look the George Conrad Floyd... Conrad Black. He's like one of the... Yeah, yeah there, was a, there was an article by a man named actually named Rex Murphy during the BLM times that was so crazy talking about what was going to happen to cities without police, and you're just like, man, Rex Murphy, I could rest a cup on your flat head, you fucking weird guy. <laughs> Canadian conservatives, they're weird. Uh, well, we guess we we'll talk about some United States conservatives, maybe conservatives, or maybe they're left wing and they just love conspiracy theories. Who knows? Anyway, the Hill people, the Briscoe brothers. Like I said, they do promos at their farm, and in them transitioning into their later years, which is they're still very good wrestlers, but they're just not insane year 2000s indie wrestlers like there's little changes they make such as originally their finishing move was the doomsday device um but what would happen is jay would uh no it was mark would do the clothesline but he would do it off of the ropes so they they switch to having like the actual doomsday device be their finisher but at the beginning it's like they do the uh, they do a spike pile driver where it's a double underhook pile driver which looks like they murder a man and then they do the doomsday device which is Jay holds him up and Mark actually springs off the ropes and turns in midair and clotheslines him but then they amend that just having him do it off the ropes and then they obviously amend that to just doing the doomsday device yeah because here's the thing they change from it, like, it goes from like we're in our twenties we are invincible we are backyard wrestlers to well, we're not going to hurt our opponent with this move when it fucks up, but we'll hurt ourselves, and then Dad's going to make me do double the work on the farm to, good God, we're in our 30s. I would just like to make some money. And I guarantee if they're in their 30s during COVID, one of them has started talking about how they need to learn to code or stock market a lot. By the way, if one more person in my life talks to me about the stock market and they are also people that I have actively seen do drugs off of the floor, you can shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's uh, that Gamergate thing truly was. Um, I don't know an analogy to make, but it was annoying. <laughs> it was annoying to be like, yes, I understand that you were just finished telling me how the Raptors should really be run, but now you don't know the st- like. It's it's been two days. You read half a finance book. I get it, man, but you don't. It's know been everything. two days, and you also don't. You the words uh, the words roaring twenties and Great Depression seem to mean nothing to you. Well, and also, like, let's just be, let's lay our cards on the table here. Stand-up comedians are the worst people in the world <laughs> for knowing two things about something. Because some of the greatest stand-up jokes you guys have ever heard, if you are fans of stand-up comedy, were done by a guy who knew two things about something. And then everyone in the world usually knows nothing about that thing. But then there's a guy sitting on his couch who knows a lot about that thing. And is so mad. I Chris Rock he, has only met two other black people. That's where that joke comes from. <laughs> I'm just saying my my version one for this joke is Sam Kinison's just move to where the food is, which is the most ignorant fucking joke in the world. But everyone in the 80s was like, yeah, why don't yeah, why the fuck, yeah, why wouldn't you live in a desert? And then it took so many people so long to be like, actually, a lot of Africa isn't a desert. Yeah, shut up. Um, but yeah, no, 100 percent. Uh, 
Hundred. There's also the poverty aspect. Yeah, why don't they just move to not be in poverty anyway? I'm gonna go bathtub some cocaine until I go black. Yeah, here's what I don't like about what you just said is it wasn't delivered by a fat guy in a beret that's bad at comedy and also super oh, annoying. God. Leather and a beret? Get the yeah, fuck out of here. Sam anyway. Kinison is on the list with the song My Way of if you're like, let me tell you what I really like, guess what I don't like? You. <laughs> yeah, Sam Kinison would have had a fucking amazing podcast that was six hours a day seven days a week even on on christmas it would have been cut down to five so he could say that he was spending time with his family but his family would just be staring out the window at children Sam Kinison would be one of the burnouts that i've seen a lot at the comedy store where they someone has to tell you that guy's had hbo specials sam Kinison did the best move of dying exactly when he did because he became a legend all of that sort of stuff uh a guy who I think we'll die legends. I don't know. There's no segue here. Anyway, they start adding stuff to their character where they don't have to do crazy shit, such as Mark Briscoe starts doing karate during his matches. He started doing this in Japan because, of course, he did. And the Japanese crowds loved it because he would get in the ring against actual people with real combat sports backgrounds and do his karate, which essentially is just like how your dad made fun of karate. But he, for some reason, it works. I will say that. And Mark Briscoe takes on the name Chicken. Jay Briscoe's nuts. Jay Briscoe, they do these amazing promos where they're talking about the American Wolves and they talk about how MMA doesn't matter to them because they'll just hit you with a beer bottle. <laughs> and uh, and his girlfriend tried to tell him and cheat. Uh, uh, his girlfriend tried to tell me I cheated during the fight. I said, bitch, you don't watch yourself. You're going to cheat on him with me. And then she did. And then, uh, and he's got these great, this fucking one of the greatest promos where it's like, uh, he talks about the American Wolves, talking about how they're taking time to train for this fight, and then he goes, "I don't train, I'm too fucking busy and poor." And then he looks at the camera and goes, "Does it look like stable thoughts go through my mind?" And I'm like, this guy it just completely. But this is what I'm talking about: is that they are phenomenal. Like they're phenomenal. They are phenomenal. How they aren't in a different company. And a bigger company. Like, I honestly think there must be something with the Young Bucks, because the Young Bucks are then stupid not to bring these guys. It may be the Twitter thing. It may be the confess. But here's the thing is that the AEW is not that afraid of that. It's clearly not, because Chris Jericho has put on shows during this pandemic. That's the thing. That's this is, this, I, I'm going to, I was about to yeah. bring that exact point. He's like, it might be that, but then Chris Jericho is literally like walking around coughing into incubators going, see, not a thing. And has had every single type of conspiracy theorist on his podcast. But he just... And tweeted out immediately when George Floyd happened. Immediately t started just tweeting all lives matter everywhere. Yeah, of course. And we just have to look the other way because he looks bad shirtless. I don't actually know why we let him look the other way. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. Like, clearly they don't really give a shit. I think it may be. I think it's personal. I think it's, the Briscoe brothers probably looked at the Young Bucks and were like more like young cucks. And the, 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 like the Young Bucks then cried for a full day. At Rancho Cocomanga, California. Like, they had a full... Why did they say that to us? Why did they say that to us? Is what it was. I mean, it's all hearsay, which is our... Cause Bread like, and butter. Welcome, be, welcome to the fucking hearsay here. review. It is. 100%. It's our, and this is some of, the, some of the least damaging hearsay we could talk about, which is fantastic. But maybe it's like the Young Bucks... Because the Young Bucks were super young when I mentioned the HDNet era of Ring of Honor... And maybe the Young Bucks came in and the Briscoes were real dicks to them. That could have been because like, I mean, I feel like I can kind of relate to the Briscoes because we're the exact same age. And obviously they had a bigger platform than us. But like we were fucking 
we were working clubs when people our exact age were not. And you just in you're 24 and you think I'm the fucking best. I work these clubs already. It's only a matter of time before national NBC. I change it to the National Bitch Corporation because I'm yeah. so fucking successful and I own that shit. And maybe the Briscoes were like, I got the fucking world by the balls. These little fucking loser bitch pussies don't know shit. And they were real dicks, the Young Bucks. And now it's fucking payback time where it's like, okay, we need another challenger for our title. Let's bring in Gallows and Anderson, these mummies. Instead of bringing in fucking the Briscoes, who would do a great job, who would come in and it'd be like Eddie Kingston. It really would. They'd come in, they'd murder everybody, they would do a great job and be over immediately in an uncomfortable way where they'd try and make them heels, but they'd have to make them baby faces. Because they have, it's exactly like those old territory guys that you would bring into WCW, WWE, or ECW. It, they have their shit down. They've been working on this shit for 20 years. They yeah, have they, and also in suboptimum conditions a lot of the time. Like, it's not like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of running in sand in their backgrounds. <laughs> and there's a lot of like, hey, do a promo. All right, we'll just go to the farm. We'll bulk shoot nine promos. Who are our, who are our next uh, bunch of opponents? But what if the opponents change? They won't. It'll be great. Whatever. I got to work in 20 minutes, so let's just get this done. Yeah. I got some fucking craft dinner on the fucking boil. <laughs> exactly. I'll just do a promo I did in 86, but I'll make it about this guy. No one's seen the promo. It was great. Are you sure? Holy shit, that was good. Yeah, I told you it was good. Anyway, all right. I got to start work. Like, it's probably, it's like that easy for them now. And they're only 37. So they're super young still. Their ages have gotten higher and higher. They started at 35. They started at our age, which is thirty-five, and they're already now at thirty-seven. Dylan's bad at math. I know. You, I, th- I know you're all wondering. I am not bad Dylan at math. Bad I'm at good at math. One plus one is what, Dylan? <laughs> That's true. Fuck yeah. Fuck. Fuck. fuck no, fuck Mark me. is our age, and Jay is like a year. They're also country boys in the way that, like, they are Jay's older than Mark, but only by eleven months because they were Irish twins. Yeah, because their dad, when their dad's gonna nut, he nuts hard. Everyone knows that about their dad. Let's have a kid now. Nah. <laughs> Why? Well, fuck off. All yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. F- f- fuck you. But I mean, now they have gray hair. They could easily just shave it and look normal, but they have gray hair. They wear like uh, pretty much all black. They were going to feud with the Rock and Roll Express and the NWA, and that was probably going to be their big entree into a big resurgence was they were about to work with the NWA of course, uh, before... Dave Lagana turned out to be a big creep and COVID ruined Billy Corgan's dream. David Lagana caused COVID. Yeah. There you heard it first. David Lagana was the bat. David Lagana was in a wet mark and he said, bite my dick. And the guy was like, what, why? And he was like, please. <laughs> <laughs> bite my dick. My dick's the bat. Yeah, yeah. So they're 11-time Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, which seems... It's like they win it every two years. That seems low, to be honest. They win it every two years. One of them has now shaved their head because he's clearly going bald, um, which I really enjoy and is clearly a sign of the late 30s. You know you're 37. Oh, yeah. Tough guy. Yeah. You know you're 37 when you just go, listen, I'm not bald yet, but I'm just cutting to the chase. I'm going home. That's what they call it when you shave your head and when you're about to go bald. You just go home, buddy. Have a nice time. Live out the rest of your days. I'm done going Broadway with my hair. (laughs) But yeah, um, no, they, uh, Jay has dreads. I mean, no, I mean, Jay has dreads now, and Mark still has hair. They both look like crazy hill people. They're the one of the only three <laughs> three or four people that work for Ring of Honor still, who I 
you really got to stay up to date on who uh, in the world scene is working for Ring of Honor. Uh, so what's your best or worst thing about the Briscoe brothers? Mm, worst thing? Uh, uh, every opinion that they've ever held their entire goddamn lives. Best thing? Very good wrestlers. Yeah, I think the worst thing is I'm not really sure. I'm hoping a lot of what they said online is stuff that's they're just taking their characters seriously. No, no, 100% not. 100%. Uh how much do you want to bet that that's not true? I will bet you a billion, million, Nothing. zillion dollars. Like they, they have to tone it down for television because the stuff they believe is so fucking weird. God, uh, this is what I'm saying. This is the worst thing about them is they're one of those things, much like Pantera, where you dig a bit and you're like, oh no, but I liked the thing so much before I knew that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a great point. Yeah, it's the hard. It's the hardest thing. It's the hardest thing about liking stuff that was really popular in the late 90s, early 2000s, because you're just like, fuck, I fucking love this band. And they're like, oh, by the way, this band is uh, only into punching old people. And you're like, wait, what? what? No. Yeah. If a white band or white man is really angry and you really get into their music and you're like, wow, why are they really angry? You'll find out and it won't be constructive. Yeah. I, you, who's ready to be sad? It better be you. <laughs> who's ready to have to like a whole new how thing? do i explain this they're offering a solution and it is the final one. Oh no <laughs> i'm not gonna say this is the best or worst thing about them but the probably the reason why they're not with a major company is jay has three kids and mark has six goddamn Yo, kids they got 69 kids bro jay jay and mark live in the character i mean three is a realistic amount of kids but six kids is six kids is six kids is three of those kids were just because someone doesn't know no two of those kids are just because it's like are you gonna pull out no i thought you said you were oh fine yeah just i wonder what amount of kids you get to it's like oh that was really hard and then what amount of kids where it's like it's all just anything anyway it's anything after like if you go to four it's it's madness. I have that's a commitment. You're like four. I'm I'm that guy. I know now. people that have seven kids. I know people that have four kids. And it goes from like you go from being like, all right, this is manageable to being like, whatever. There's so many children here. There's so many. We now have so many children. Every time we have dinner, it's actually legally a party. Now. Yeah. Every time we do anything, it's literally me at some point thinking I would cry, but then I'll also throw up. <laughs> my body just does stuff now i have no control like, let's over put it, it this way i remember one of the people like one of the the the, the wife who, and this is when they had their third kid came to a stand-up comedy show and it was they came to the early show and they were hanging out in the green room and they were like no oh, this is great and they were like yeah we still have the babysitter and then he was like i'll stick around and watch the next show like i like comedy and the wife was like can i just sleep in here and i was like yep and she's like cool Enjoy the show. And then she just closed her eyes while wearing a coat and slept until her husband woke her up a solid hour and 40 minutes later. And she was so much happier than if she had 100% happier than anyone who's ever seen stand-up comedy ever. She just had undisturbed sleep for more than one hour. (laughs) So that is the, uh, oh, what's the worst thing about the Briscoes is... um, I already said it. Their views. Their views. Best thing about the Briscoes, I'm gonna say that like they're amazing in work a worker. Their in their in ring ability is mwah, is yum. Oh, and then later on in their career, they even added, which I think kind of jumped the shark for me. But they added Uncle Jethro, which is a fat guy that just stands there. 
Oh, I don't remember Uncle Jethro. That's a, that's actually that's an that feels like they were trying to get in with the WWF and they don't know how. <laughs> I think they were just like Sinclair is a big company. Can we get more money for someone we know? Turns out, yes, we can. Give this guy fifty bucks and he'll just like whittle near us. That's a good point. Well, Jay Briscoe screams about yeah. whoever. <laughs> Jay Briscoe's just yelling about the Trilateral Commission. Do you know about the elders yeah. of Zion? <laughs> <laughs> He's yelling at passing cars. Sorry, I gotta wake up some people in the neighborhood. If you know yeah, what I yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah, He's just yelling D Live. Where's R.I.P. Parlor? <laughs> but all right, so fuck you. Did you know that, John? Fuck you and your fucking stupid fucking face. That's it. That's this episode. No, but I want to talk more about the Mega Boys. It'd be so much easier if they were just a magazine. Yeah, they, these guys are these guys were fucking. They're not trying to make America great again. They're trying to make their property separate from any dominion of rule. <laughs> so next week we're going to. Should we just say that we'll start the Mike Lawrence episodes? Yeah, yeah. Next week. Next week. Next yeah. week. Old um, uh, Dylan's taking some time off to be a fucking cuck lord and a uh, friend of the show, Mike Lawrence, hosts three weeks. It's all Mike's picks. We got Rod McMahon, we got uh, Butch Reed, and we've got Zeus. Not in that order. Let me tell you this right now. You, you want to know what two, hard, uh, two episodes were difficult? Zeus and Rod McMahon back to back with severe bone pain. Because I got to tell you, we know almost, one of them is just a private citizen and the other one is not a good wrestler. And man, did we do just under an hour on both of those people. And fuck me, did we work hard. Bone pain means an erection, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I had bone pain in my arms from me yucking off. <laughs> so that's it. We're going to fucking do Rod McMahon, Zeus, and Butch Reed. Probably do Butch Reed first because he died the first. You know what I mean? Oh, wait. No, Rod McMahon actually died. Yeah, Rod Mc- do Rod McMahon, then Zeus, because they're they're all yeah. They're, Rod McMahon, it is in order of death. Oh, they're all dead. Yeah, that's why we did it. I think that's why he picked it. <laughs> all my friends are dead. That song's good. So I'm off being a father, raising a child that a true uh, great northern man can be proud of. You know, <laughs> using a lot of code words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna come back with uh, my um a woke attitude and not. Oh, woken. Uh, you know yeah, saying, yeah, you're going to be woken, Matt Hardy, not broken, Matt Hardy. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Uh, the child will know, I'm assuming, a lot of words by the time you're hearing this episode. By the time you're hearing this episode, because Dylan has super fat loads, the child is going to walk out of Dylan's um, wife's body. That's how powerful Dylan's cum is, is that, oh, like the doctors are like, oh, he'll need to crawl for a while. And Dylan's like, you don't know my cum. So uh, we're running into some problems during childbirth. Oh, does that mean it's coming out of the stomach like alien? Because I anticipated yeah. that. I will replace this woman. That's what I'll say. She can be replaced. I'll say that a lot during labor. <laughs> I mean, you say that a lot during... Don't worry. She can be replaced. You say that a lot during the various aspects of the wedding. <laughs> she can be replaced. Everyone keep that in mind. I want you to keep this in mind, wife. You can be replaced at any time. Dylan just shows f- a, a copy of FHM from 1999. Anyone in this magazine it would be grateful to be with me <laughs> all of these women are on their third husband do you think they care who number four is yeah do you think they care i i can convince people i know about the stock market i'm a stand-up comedian <laughs> uh, stocks are a crazy thing did you know that my nose is bleeding just thinking about finances <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody we will see i will see you next week dylan's gonna take some time off to um uh you know i don't know 
be a dad. Be a dad. Yeah, I can still because there was so long where we weren't explaining what was going on in our lives. You've heard the new P- Patreon adverts. Please donate to Patreon. We'll see. You. I'll see you next week. Dylan will see you in three weeks. Everyone, be a cum monkey and come in me. Bye bye. <laughs>